Welcome back. It's Jacqueline. And it's Alana. Here's another episode of Black and Yellow. Coming you at you hot. Hot, hot, hot. Today's a good episode. Ooh, yes. I'm excited. I am too. Full disclosure, this is, we've recorded an episode beforehand, so we're kind of fired up. Yeah. <laughs> going into this one. So if you're like, wow, Jack and Alana really are like hotter than color. Uh, it's because we're coming off of another one recording, one. which was fired up and we're yeah. going right into this one. Yeah. And we're so excited to talk about it. Yeah. So um, this one kind of caught both of our attentions, kind of caught, caught mine. There was a Huffington Post article um, titled, I didn't surrender my Asian American identity when I married a white man. And that title alone will is like will get you. Says to it all. Um, and then the other one was um, by the cut, and it was why Celeste Ng, and that one was called "When Asian Women Are Harassed for Marrying Non-Asian Men." Yeah, so that one as well was like pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. Um. Let's talk about it. I have a lot to say on that. Yeah, those two. So those two articles definitely struck nerves within Jackie and myself uh, because we are women of color that date white men. And a lot of these articles, those two are the ones that we're going to pull from specifically. Uh, But there are a lot of other articles about this. But those two articles... Uh, spoke to us in very different ways for very different reasons. Yeah, also they like just came out a couple months ago, so that's pretty recent. Yeah, I think that to kick all this off, we would be stupid to not say that 2018, not only was it the year of, not only is 2018 the year of women. The year of the Asians. It is the year of Asians. Yeah, finally. A hundred percent. Asian visibility has skyrocketed. Completely. From Crazy Rich Asians to Netflix to Searching. Fresh off the boat to all the boys I've ever loved. Yep. Uh, Ali Wong, who you were an amazing Ali Wong I for Halloween, know. by the way. <laughs> she reposted me. She reposted my That's story. amazing. I know. I saw it on her Instagram That's story. That's amazing. My life shout out to Ali Wong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's like had a really great year. And Asian like breaking people, down women's stereotypes, Asian yo. stereotypes. She, yeah, she's been a big advocate for that. Asian people are all of that. Yeah. Like, Asian people are really, coming like, up, on that black up. people, cool, trendy yeah. shit. Look I've, at y'all. I've always said that black and Asian people are going to rule the world. Yeah, um, And Definitely. if you guys haven't heard me say it, I am saying it again. <laughs> <laughs> but, of course, when all of this visibility and positivity and upward movement You're going to have... You're going to have some backlash. Always. That's just the way it works. Definitely. And part of that backlash, it seems, are... Pointed target, pointed cyber attacks targeting Asian women by Asian men simply for the reason that these Asian women have chose to marry outside of their race. And have interracial, multiracial children, yeah. Yeah. That is a thing. Mm -hmm. That's happening online. An actual cyberbullying. Yeah. And some of the stuff is like... Like, really gruesome. Yeah, like, it's it's a very <laughs> sad reality that Asian women have to deal with online. Right. I mean, I can't... Black women have gone through something very similar, but when we were going through it, there, weren't, there wasn't social media, there wasn't the internet as yeah. we know it well, today. Well, I also think about, like, the, the fact that since the times of, like, when slavery was happening, there mm-hmm. was already half black and half white people happening. Yes. You know, so or kids being born. So that was sort of like they were born into society and they dealt with an immense amount of of trouble that 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 was really tragic too. But but that that was like 
it started for you guys then. Mm-hmm. It's starting for us now. now. Yeah. And that is centuries of 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 time that they can't be taken away. No. <laughs> definitely so not. So you guys are by and large ahead of that because of such a tragic thing that happened but in sense has almost been I don't know, positive or negative. But do you, you see what I'm trying to say yeah, to you? Yeah, like, I think as, as black women, we've lived with it for a really long time. Yeah. That we've developed certain tactics for overcoming it or for making life more bearable. Yeah, or if a black man is with a white woman and you're having black and white children, like, that is something that's, like, okay. With time, it's become <laughs> more common. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And I think that right now there's a reckoning among Asian women because this is happening from their from their brothers, from their friends, mm. from their uncles. Like this mm-hmm. is happening at the hands of Asian men. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, what are they talking about? Like what is this online what are these online insults and pointed attacks? Oh, let me read a couple of them read for you. Read a couple of them for us. So here goes the first one. You have betrayed your race. You hate yourself. You hate your heritage. You are only interested in status. You are too old and ugly to get a good Asian man. You're a banana. Yellow on the outside, white on the inside. So there's actually an Asian equivalent because when I was growing up, I was called a, a, an Oreo. An Oreo. Yeah. Uh, here's we should have an episode one. called Oreo and the Banana. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we are. No, but, but. it would be funny. Yeah. Uh, another one. What bothered me more than the fury of a man who needed help was the response that some folks gave me when I told them about my troll. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoa. Sorry. Your troll. That's not it. No, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, that was the article. That this is the article. I'm looking for my other quote, which I can't seem to. Find. Is it that really violent one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember it. He said, "We will uh, take your white men or something and sell babies. sell your Asian Asian whores out on the street and take your babies and smash and bash their heads and take their bones and incinerate them yes. and like feed it to the dogs. Yes. Something about the like something the yeah, it was ridiculous. Like I read that and I just kind of stood there like visualizing it all and sort of really freaked out for a moment. Yeah. That is a really horrible thing to say to someone. Definitely. It is a really terrible thing to say to someone. And let's, I mean, let's let's call a spade a spade. Asian women and white men, here at least in Southern California, that is a very common coupling. Common. It's been, I mean, for... Ten plus years, easily for sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm. It's. I'm very used to seeing it. That I feel like I no longer really see it because yeah. I'm just so used to. And it. even like now, a- Asian white men with the like much younger Asian women. Too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I feel like because our world is such a cultural melting pot. Seriously, especially here in Los Angeles. I didn't necessarily think that such venom would come. I I didn't expect Asian women to be dealing with this sort of venom. Yeah, at this day and age. But I think because of Asian visibility and everything now, now that's something that has been happening for at least over a century plus, mm-hmm. centuries, um, is now getting so much heat. Yeah. Definitely, for sure. Yeah. This article in Huffington Post, uh, here's a little bit of an excerpt basically talking about the who is perpetrating these online attacks. So it says, quote, there is a belief largely perpetuated by certain Asian American men that Asian American women who date and marry men are opportunists trying to elevate themselves in white culture, a culture that historically tries to erase Asian Americans, notably diminishing, emasculating, and dehumanizing Asian American men. 
It does this to Asian American women too, but the shock of dehumanizing women is largely still lost on American culture. I agree with that. Yeah. Behind this argument is the idea that Asian American men are somehow owed the companionship of an Asian or Asian American woman. That we ought to be with men of our own race if we truly feel Asian pride. How can we support Asian American rights if we participate in white patriarchal in white patriarchy? American men are somehow owed the companionship of an Asian American woman or man. Ugh, sorry. So we are owed. Ugh, sorry, my notes are getting ahead of me. It's okay. Um How can we support Asian American rights if we participate in white patriarchy through interracial marriage but this argument forgets nobody owes anybody marriage or partnership yes white culture has long fetishized asian women long held them up as exotic prizes to be won by white men no asian or asian american woman i've ever met is not aware of this (laughs) end quote i have a lot to say about that go for it so Here's the thing. Asian culture, by and large, is still very patriarchal. More patriarchal than American society. I was going to ask if there's a gender component that I'm not aware of. Okay, so you answered that question. So then think about it. If you, um, as an Asian woman, are not treated very well by your husband, Mm -hmm. um, if you find a white man, not because he's white, but because he's a a man. And he treats you better. And he treats you better. Right. Why wouldn't you do that? And... And and in a a relationship where the roles are a little bit more even, Mm -hmm. you know, where you have a little bit more of a say, Mm -hmm. where you can control and guide and and say what you want to say from fear of being hit or being put down on. um, And and, and mind you guys, I'm speaking more very still traditional elements of a marriage and components of the culture that because of those such traditional elements have now transferred into this sort of like modern day society slash um, Americanized way of of dating and and being. Okay. 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 I'm telling, I'm sort of describing why the history and the ways of culture have led up to what it is now. Hmm. Okay. I'm with you. So you take that. And yeah, okay. If a man, if a, a white man is, it treats you like you are a prize, mm-hmm. and the Asian man doesn't. In the woman's viewpoint and feeling, it must feel really good to be appreciated and put on such a threshold. Yeah. Why wouldn't you be be way more attracted to that? Mm-hmm. Than feeling like you are worthless. Because in Asian men's society, Asian culture, there is this thing of like women are disposable. Oh. Women are very disposable. In Korea. Oh. In Korea, Korean men's wives allow them to go and seek prostitution outside of the marriage. And that is a thing that they are okay with traditionally. That is just something that wives know that men, that their husbands go do that and they are okay with it. You know? Yeah, that's a cultural thing that, like, I, you know, my father, my, really know the my American, uh, exactly, know if we have an American my, equivalent. Yeah, generally, what I've learned from being Asian American is that an American, an American marriage is very much even and is very much more of a partnership mm-hmm. than than other races. Right? You know? Um, yeah, I've heard my my own father say things about women that I am like appalled. You know? Um, to, to hear my own father say that. And yeah. then I think about how my father grew up and what generation he is that I'm like, I get it. But that is like, that's just not, that is not my values. Those aren't my morals. Mm-hmm. So, 
so you see like how I'm kind of painting this picture yeah. of like why you why Asian and white white or Asian girls and white men sort of have become this match in America. Yeah, I it, it makes sense and I I want to go back to one thing that was said in the article this idea of ownership. Mm-hmm. This idea of yo, it's hard out here in the US for Asian men. If we're struggling, you should be struggling too. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily a standpoint that I agree with. Yeah. It's hard to be a minority in, in the United States, period. Yeah, period. But to go against to turn your back on your own. Right. Does your culture even more of a disservice? Exactly. Completely. You, know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I completely agree. And and um, the cut uh, article where where Asian men are revered to date someone non Asian, yeah. and, and Asian women are looked down upon for dating outside of their culture. Yeah. What is that all about? I don't know. It's really, really messed up. I remember seeing a, like a an. I guess an advertisement for a crowdfunded Asian man, white female porn to be oh made on Reddit. God. Like when you talk about when, when we're saying you're talking about Asian men are revered for dating out, but Asian women aren't. It almost feels like Asian men are revered for dating out because life is so difficult for them. It is right. so incredibly hard for them to yeah. get an, a, a white woman. Right. That they should be prized or praised for that. But at right, the same time, award. that's really backwards thinking because it's like, well, if you, if you Asian man who's angry that Asian women date outside of their race, if you're angry with her for dating outside of her race, shouldn't you be spending your time looking for an Asian woman to get? Right. That like is your boo thing that you want to lay up under, not like sinking your time and your energy to finding a white woman who will accept you? Right. I, I don't. I mean... I think it's really backwards, and I think it's it, it, there. They feel, I think, a certain level of betrayal mm-hmm. that like we're losing all our Asian women to these white men. And then you think about colonialism, and then you think about white worship, and you think of all these beliefs that that actually come from history and traditional culture. That that is this like, well, these white men now not only came and took this land and colonized, right. but now they're taking our women. So it's a very sort of caveman kind of outlook outlook versus uh, more spiritual slash like all about love one love kind of feel does that make any sense see like, I feel like these men have echoes of like their rhetoric echoes white supremacy to me in a way you mean these Asian, the way these Asian men are like, yeah. like talking about these women as yes. theirs yeah and actually Celeste Ng says something about that in her article she says on Twitter some refer to this type of misogynistic harasser as quote MR Asians because their behavior resembles that of so-called men's rights activists anti-feminists threatened by women's power and preoccupied with women's perception of, of men's perceived disempowerment there are also echoes of the incel movement. That's the involuntary uh, celibacy movement. Oh, okay. Or MGTOW, men going their own way or men going on their own. Uh-huh. Uh, anywho, that's a separate conversation, but um, they they echo the incel movement as the root of their struggles and view women as a commodity. The men harassing Asian women about their interracial relationships may not all know each other, but they are linked by a common ideology. And that's the belief that like Asian women 
they're owed the partnership of Asian women. Yeah. Essentially. But the outlook of the Asian men behind messages and posts like those above are echoes of another group, white supremacist. A startling number of posts on subreddits like Asian identity, A-Z-E, A-Z-N identity, as well as harassing messages on social media use language like, quote, cultural genocide and eugenics. Eugenics is that that's the thing that um, when white supremacists talk about how white people are superior, uh-huh. they'll quote a sub science or a pseudo science. Uh-huh. That shit ain't real is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Science <laughs> called eugenics. Eugenics. And they'll like talk about brain size and oh. body size and proportion and mass right, as a right. way of trying to quote prove, quote, prove that, that what- white people are more. Uh, superior. Right. That's right, 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 So if you've right, right. heard eugenics, that's what that's all about. Um, but yeah, that's, the rhetoric is really troubling to me because A, it's dangerous. B, it's violent. Mm-hmm. And C, you're not doing... You know what's perpetuating the cycle by going against your own kind yeah. and putting them in the wrong instead of really just focusing on what you can control, which is who you date yeah. and who you are. There's something very, like, Trumpian about it. Something very Republican. Yeah. You're going to do that? Well, we'll do this. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I felt it. Yeah. Like, as an Asian woman that has dated several white men, I felt it amongst other Asians. Can you talk about that? Because I used to feel it back in the day from black men. I don't really feel it anymore. I mean, you've been with Dylan for, like, 10 years now. True. How would you feel it from black men? Uh, you would feel it with the side eye, the stare, the audacity for how a man of you. color to, to approach me and be like, how dare you date this person? And it feels like a betrayal. Yeah. Like that has subsided. And I don't know if that's age. I don't know if mm. it's because I radiate a, a very, uh, definitive sense of fuck it and do not fuck with me-ness. <laughs> I need but, a little more of that. <laughs> but I don't feel it anymore. Like how, tell me how you yeah. feel it. I think it's a little difficult for me because, like I've mentioned before several times on the show, how I still really feel tied to my roots and my culture. And so, and, and so remember I was telling you that, that you know, you've been with a white man for 10 years and I've dated majorly white men. But, but despite the differences between the, – the major difference between you and I is I have a huge culture – not clash, a huge culture thing to sort of get over mm. and, and, and sort of mesh with the American culture. Yeah. Which is which is what I have, mm-hmm. but my partner may not necessarily have. He does not have a mesh of Chinese culture. He was not yeah. born an American in right. China. He has right. no idea. I'm not, I'm he saying hypothetical, he, right. not the current he. Right. Just in case you're listening, <laughs> Ian. Just in case um, you're trying to like yeah. t- tap into Jackie's love life. Right, right, right. Um, it's, um, where was I going? I totally lost my mind. You are an Asian American woman, so you know two different cultures. Right. And so I feel really, so all my aunts, like my mom's sisters, all married white men, mm-hmm. which is kind of ironic. My mom was the only sister who married a Chinese man. Mm-hmm. And I think because I have such pride in being Chinese or Taiwanese if we want to be political elections, hello. <laughs> um, I feel such pride in being Taiwanese in that sense that um, I, I don't feel like if I had a mixed child or if I were mixed, it would take away because really it's not about, that wouldn't really, you could be half white and half Asian and still be so Chinese. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I've realized. But but somehow I still feel a little like pull between when I'm when I am with my boyfriend and 
not not that like currently like this is like happening, but like I'm just seeing a hypothetical situation when I have or am with a white guy and I go into a place full of Asians, mm-hmm. I get looked at. Yeah, you know, I get looked at. And I know I, and those I, looks, and I feel weird and wrong, and then mad, and it's a plethora of emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, am I doing something wrong? I'm clearly doing something wrong because I'm dating a white guy, and then it's like, well, fuck you. Why the fuck are you being so mean to me? I am your kind, right? Right? Like, yeah. I could easily be related to you somehow. You know, why would you be so mean to me? And it right. goes, through, I go through this, like, I guess what you've experienced, and then it's somehow thinking, like, okay, well, then if I do have you know, multiracial children, that is going to be like, I think about them and is it going to be hard for them to be, to be born with, um, straddling two different racial lines. Two different cultures is like really what I get at. I think for me, it's really about the culture. Right. Cause I mean, I like, I'm number one advocacy for advocating for, you know, we're all the same. Right. It doesn't matter what color you are or, or, or what. Yeah. But the culture for me is like a really big thing. Yeah, I get what clash. you're saying because as women of color, we are African, I'm African American, you're Asian American. You know the Asian way as well as the American way. Right. I know the black way as well as the white way. Yeah. Part of that is because we have been forced into a predominantly white society where we have to learn. No matter what. How to function yeah. in white people's yeah. world. You have to. We went to school. But it's we... not always the other way around when you no. date someone who's not your race. Yeah. Especially when we're talking about dating white people mm-hmm. because I, an integral through line of white privilege is whatever you have grown up and 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 known to be true, that's the right way. Yeah. Don't look any further. The right. white way is the way that it's done here. Yeah. But when you are blending culturally with someone who's not white, mm-hmm. you have to do your due diligence as a white person to understand that person's culture. Yeah. And I think sometimes what happens is white people expect for black people or Asian people or Mexican people to fill them in. Right. And they don't feel necessarily that they should understand the yeah. opposite culture. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's a thing of like, well, I'm with this person yeah. of color. She'll just tell me or he'll right. just tell me. It's right. like, no. Right. Well, I won't learn how to use chopsticks. I'll just eat these noodles with a fork. And Slavery it's like, is over. Right. Exactly. You are dating a person of color. It is your responsibility to do your research and your due diligence. Totally. And you want to know something that kind of work is uncomfortable because what also happens when you are figuring out someone's culture is the inevitable i have this cultural related question and i don't really understand i I don't stupid i feel stupid asking and i don't want to seem like this kind of a person and then you're at a crossroads right it's like i ask and run the risk of sounding dumb or showing some side of myself that i don't mean to show or i don't ask and i remain ignorant right but that's what happens when you culturally blend. There are yeah. going to be these awkward moments yeah. of having to learn and understand. And I think because because we've had to assimilate at mm-hmm. such a young age and constantly on a daily basis and co-changing. And even, yeah. even when you think you're like, oh, no, like. I'm good. Something will happen. Mm-hmm. And we're so used to that uncomfortableness. Yeah. We don't even question it. Yeah. Right? We're so used to living with that discomfort. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't even question it anymore. I'm like, oh, here you go. Like, what do I, how do I, oh, okay, yeah, okay, I got it. Wait, but we, like, it's just, it's yeah. real quick. You've almost, like, developed this second nature of, like, 
adjust real quick, mm-hmm. think about something, whatever it is. I can't think of a specific example, but because we've been doing that unconsciously at yeah, such a young so age, long. from grade school to kindergarten to college to adulting, everything, right. right? But they don't have to do it, right? And when they do, when they finally do, if they do with their partner or they go to a different country and they go on vacation. It's harder when you, it's like learning a new skill at 50. How do you know? It's, yeah, it's, it's like, true. It's really difficult. It's true. And, 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 and persevering and being brave enough to see that, 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 that through the light or through the tunnel, the opposite end is like where you need to be. Right. You know, is, is ideal, but don't get me wrong. Like it's, I'm sure it's, so no, but it, that's interesting. And you, white that guilt, you, you know. Mentioned how we're just so used to being uncomfortable. I didn't even think about it as you were talking about. It. I was like, I'm so used to just being like, I'm the only Asian girl here. Yeah, I'm the only black so one in the room. Let you're me about just to say, be normal, right? You're about to do some sort of uh, microaggression. Oh, uh, I heard it. I saw yep. it. You done did it, yep. and now I have to fucking deal with right. it, or like, or not deal with yeah, it. Yeah, or like everyone's gonna stare at me for a while, and I'm, yeah. I'm okay with it. I'm it's just gonna so, be watched oh my while God, I'm eating. Yeah, definitely. I yep. um, I think I had this conversation with a friend of mine the other day. Like her. Her goal in life is to be comfortable. And I laughed because I was like, <laughs> comfortable? <laughs> Being a minority in the United States, that is un—that is un- as uncomfortable as you can get. <laughs> like, what a privilege. What a white privilege to d- to desire right? comfort. Wait, but what is her ethnicity, if you don't mind She's me white. Oh. Like, th- Wait, like, that's what I'm saying. Like She said that? Yeah. Like, she wants to oh be comfortable in every aspect of her life. And look, she's one of my best friends. I ain't, I ain't shutting her down. Like, no. she's cool. Yeah, do her but thing. But the notion of, like, I want to be comfortable in every aspect of my life has never crossed my mm. mind. Because to be a person of color in the United States, specifically a woman, it's never fully comfortable. No. Or so why what, would what I ever set myself up for such a failure? Really, exactly. Or, like, what you told me, um, what Dylan said, what was, like, I've never walked into a room and been, like, uh, you know, yeah. I've all, everywhere I walk, I feel like I'm accepted and I'm well and I'm good and I don't feel yeah. wrong. And, I like, I... I can't. I don't know what that's like, unless maybe in Taiwan. Um, yeah, you know, in my own land or where my people are from. To really, I guess it's that. It's like everywhere you go, you're just like, hey, cool, okay, yeah, you're one of us, and yep. and that is 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 very so fascinating to think that like we do, like do they ever think about they collectively do they mm-hmm. ever think about that we go through that probably not probably right? not I mean I think that there are white people that are trying to do better. more more than ever before which is fantastic and there's yeah. more and more interracial couples than ever before definitely which is fucking fantastic and I'm actually glad that you brought up that thing about my boyfriend because I think so these articles really resonated with me because these men that are harassing Asian women online, they're working from the assumption that because Asian women have chosen to marry and date outside of their race, that that somehow nullifies any advocacy that these women could have for other Asian people. Right. It's like, oh, you married a white person? You don't care about Asian rights. And it's like, no, actually, asshole, that's not true. Let me tell you, dating a white guy for what will be 11 years in January, I have doubled down on my advocacy of African-American people Mm. because I can recognize and realize the privilege that I get to siphon just by being with a white man. Right. It has made me so much more aware of right. racial in, in inequality. I was going to say inequities. <laughs> inequalities. <laughs> it has made me so much more aware of 
how easy white people really have it yeah. maneuvering in the world, yeah. even if they don't feel like they have it easy. Believe me, boo, if you are a white person listening to this, you have it so much easier than yeah. you know. Yeah. It, it like being alongside a white person and seeing how life is lived through their eyes, yeah. just like you said, my boyfriend, you know, moves through life as though he's never walked into a place and been told, sir, you can't be here. Right. But as a minority, I could tell you five, six, eight, ten stories where I have walked into a place and either been told verbally, ma'am, what are you doing here? It's been a shifty eye shake. Yeah. It's been a look up right. and or down. Or you yourself are like, should I be here? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's been like, a cold shoulder. Like, should I like, yes. eat here? Should I Absolutely. give these people my money? Yeah. Right? Yes, definitely. So these Asian men that are doing that to their own sisters, brothers, wives, yeah. it pisses me yeah. off because you're not seeing the other side right. of that. But then also think about it. As an Asian man, you have certain power, just like being a white man in this country. Let's say you're in China or Taiwan or anywhere in Asia. Mm-hmm. In general, being a man here, even in yep. America, you have it a little easier as yep. far as like salary, mm-hmm. position, um, whatever. You can go on and on and on. Let's go way, way, way back. Yeah. Post-war, World War II, or like Vietnam War, all this stuff, when women started falling in love with soldiers right. and marrying out and marrying with a white man would elevate you, would mean would mean you get to live, would mean food for your children, right. would mean survival. Why the hell would you not go and marry this white man, especially if you love him? Well, because these Asian men would say, why should you be entitled to all of that survival and I'm still here struggling? Um, maybe because you had to be um, like a sex slave for 10 years or five years or months, or maybe because you couldn't pursue your dreams and you had to be domesticated and only cook and clean. Maybe you really wanted to go to war and you couldn't go to war because you're a woman. The list goes on oh, yeah. and on oh, yeah. and on. Definitely. You know? Look, we listen, this is not a fair world that we live in. No. Like, not at all, which I think is another thing about this, this thing? these men, where I'm like, do you think that you live in a totally fair world yeah. where if this person has to, if you have to struggle, this person has to struggle too? Right. Because that's not the world. I mean, and think live. about it. Like, I want to quote some sort of like psychologist here, but like, you want to survive mm-hmm. as an adult. Uh, you know, you want to survive as a human being. That is like your every program in you. You men tend to yeah. men tend to be attracted to certain women that have bigger hips because they're off. They'll they'll, they'll birth better. Yeah. You know, like everything is very psychological. So you cannot blame these Asian women for marrying and 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 being with these Asian men because their chances of survival increase. I mean, they're gonna right. blame them regardless. But what That's I'm true. saying is like. I would take it. I'd go. If if I could leave my country where there's a bunch of dead people and, and all my, my family's dead and I fall in love with this man, why not? Why, like you said, like you would benefit so much. Yeah, and I mean, it's also a very one-sided argument because it sounds like these men are calling out Asian women for essentially being with men who have treated them as fetishized objects to be won for so long. But excuse me, any Asian men attacking Asian women online, if you have the audacity to attack these women for marrying out, but sir, you yourself lay up under a white woman when you get home at night, you're a hypocrite. Yeah. You mean you lay up under a white woman. The demographic of (laughs) women that don't give a fuck about you and pay attention to you, that emasculate you. Until you're somebody, until you're famous, until you're successful, and then they want to be all up on your dick? Like, stop. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Stop, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Like, 
no, yeah. this is bullshit. Mm-mm. And in times like this, you should be coming together. If anything, in times like this, and if anything, okay, oh. so what? What if she want, likes to be fetishizes? Mm-hmm. What if that's her thing? That's the other thing. Right? What if that turns her on? Yeah, let her be sexualized. Let right. her be fetishized by the man that she loves. If anyone can do that, it's her man. Right. Like, how <sighs> dare she make that choice right. to be objectified and enjoy <laughs> yeah. it? Right. Oh, that's how so bad. Dare she? Right. Because even in this case, even if you, sir, think that that's a terrible thing if a woman wants to be objectified, <laughs> you still, as a man have every right to go and explore your sexuality mm-hmm. the way that you see fit. Mm-hmm. That has never been extended to women. Right, right. So, never. yeah, men can sleep around. You know, it's such a double side. You know, women can't Super, sleep around. Yeah, yeah, it's such a double Forever. standard. Right, exactly. Forever. Yeah, and don't it get it twisted. Like, off. even though... Asian women can be one of two things, either docile or hoary, I guess. Like, there's no middle ground. Right. I don't understand that. And can we figure out a way to change that? Yeah. Like, either Asian men are emasculated or they're gangsters. Right. In our society as well. No, or nerds or or doctors are so academic. We we can find middle grounds here. I totally agree. I think think these Asian men that so get so so-called get i know really masculine asian men and i think these men asian men that so-called are attacking these asian women for dating or marrying outside they're not helping themselves by doing that you know i think they need to understand to each its own they love who they love they marry who they marry they fuck who they fuck Mm -hmm. and go and live your life and use that as inspiration to be and do whatever you want these these women these asian women are continually dating and marrying white guys they don't seem to give a fuck they're happy they're raising their children the way they want to raise their children maybe these some of these have gotten shit for it, but is that stopping them no so why don't you take a piece of that and go live the life that you want to live and stop spending all your amounts of hating energy on a sister you know i totally agree i though do feel for these women that have received online harassment yeah it is it because is i so do tragic. wonder how that trans like how that has affected them and their online life moving forward right and i think if anything it turns these women off from even their own community which then yeah. you're not which then somehow through the trauma and the bullying you are almost like separating yourself from your own kind yeah definitely. And, and you're not and, and and now you're and you, pushing your own kind the other way. Yeah, and anywhere she goes, whoever these women may be, and especially the, these women who you know wrote the article, I I would think if I met an Asian man who saw me and my husband together and my child, I would immediately that would be my first thing to think like, is he thinking this? Is he going to do this? Is he, that would be my first because it, it, it's so personal, mm-hmm. and if you are. <laughs> going through such a trauma like that that that's something you're 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 looking out for. Yeah. So definitely. any chance of possibly making a new relationship mm-hmm. with a fellow Asian man, brother, sister or 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 celebrating being more Asian or um, supporting Asian causes, you might these women might actually be turned off in supporting their own kind and that creates a rift. I don't For know. Sure. Has, I mean, is that something that's happened? Like, can you see anything like equivalent to that in your community? Hmm. I or I mean, I'm trying to think of like if it's like a skin color thing too. Of like, you're more you're more lighter, you're more darker. But that that does that like see just, I feel like because African American people have dealt with interracial relationships for so, so long, long, like 
we're not there anymore. Yeah, you're way past it. Where I do think that there is an understanding among all black people that in order to really preserve the beauty that is blackness, regardless of what kind of black person you are, meaning like I'm a West Coast black girl from Los Angeles, California, that's a very different... Uh, black experience than being a black person in Montgomery, Alabama, to being oh, a black person yeah. in New York City, to being a black person in Michigan, so on and so yeah. forth. Like All of those experiences of blackness are different, uh-huh. but at the end of the day... You have that one thing. Yeah, like being black means we've all incurred some sort of trauma. Mm. And because we've all incurred that trauma and we know it, we feel it on some ways it kind of reverberates through all of us. We understand that we we have to stick together. Like you can't turn your back on your own. And see that kind of scares me, especially in America because we haven't, we have had little things like that. Chinese exclusion act stuff in the gold rush. There was a small revolution in um, San Francisco, I think, in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, but we haven't necessarily had, maybe based on the model minority myth, we haven't had anything tragic like that happen to our people Got on it. this land. So because there is, and not saying that that has to be the way, and I think maybe Hollywood or media is a good way to sort of shine the light on that, but because of that, I don't know if more and more Asian Americans will will start to not care so much about even their own people. Does that make sense? Like, I have this, like, eerie feeling of, like, saying. in the future or in the long run, which is fine because then it's, like, we're all just one. Right. Right? True. Um, but based on what these articles are saying, like, because there isn't that one thing maybe really holding us together, mm-hmm. that it's easier for us to just kind of drift apart. See, I don't think you need an act of tragedy to bring you together. I don't either. Like, I don't think that you need that. I... One thing I will say about the black community that I don't know if this happens in the Asian community, uh-huh. but I've said this on, on the show before, like when black people, when we pass each other on the street, we like take a, a minute and smile. Like that's yeah. our way of acknowledging, like, I see you. We walk right. into an establishment. There's a little, oh, okay, I see a black person over there. Hey, smile, acknowledge. Yeah. That's our way of being like, I got you. Yeah. I see you. Yeah. You're I... here with me. I'm here with you. If some shit pops see, off. I, I got your back. I, I don't think felt Asian that. people do that. We don't that. do that. I haven't felt that from a lot of Asians. And I think because there's a lot of different kinds of Asians. That is true. Um, but alongside, there are a lot of Asians that don't want to be Asian still. Whereas you, uh, I don't know if there's, I'm it. sure there is some, like, on your end too, but there's a lot of. Yeah, there's, a, there's like, definitely self-hating black people. Right. For sure. Like bananas, I guess, like she was saying in the article. Yeah. But, but sometimes it's like. It's a thing you got. It's like it's like it's like a thing you guys got that's cool in a sense for you to have that with someone of your color in a sense over white people that mm-hmm. just it really shouldn't be a thing, but it is a little thing that it's like he's it's your true. brother or he's your sister or whatever. You it's know what true. I mean? Yeah. And and I think I've tried with some Asian people to just be like hey, like, you're the only other Asian people here. Like, let's connect a little bit more. Like, mm-hmm. let's try to... And it hasn't happened. And and that really shouldn't be anything I keep saying that. But for now, it is, yeah. right? For a while, it'll it'll still be. And so I just feel like... I feel like some... There's, there's a possibility of some sort of, um, you know, like you said, like, self-hating Asian people or the fact that they don't want to be Asian or didn't grow up with a lot of Asians that they feel extremely white. Mm-hmm. So when they see another Asian person, it's just like another person. It's not so much oh, like... Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's not so much like thinking, a fellow... I was thinking thinking maybe if you could just... This is like very... This is way easier said than done. 
if you could just take out the fact that maybe you guys are from different places and just acknowledge that you guys are both eight, like you guys are Asian. Yeah. But that's hard. That's hard. I'm saying that from the perspective of like, yeah, I'm a Cali black girl. Like if I see a Louisiana black person, like I just see a black person. I don't give a fuck where you from. Yeah. But that is different because I understand different parts of Asia, different Asian countries have different ideologies, different mm-hmm. ways of thinking, mm-hmm. different lifestyle actions. Like Languages. I, I definitely. All of it. I get that. So that's a really tough one. It is. It's really tough. And I'm thinking about it right now. Like, there's been times where I'm, like, maybe because I'm a child of an immigrant, so I'm really interested in, like, where they were, like, where their parents are from or um, what languages they speak, you mm-hmm. know, because I speak other languages. And if they don't speak another language or if they don't care, right. you know, it's been hard to connect with some Asian people if they're just like, yeah, you know, I'm from here. Got it. And, like, the conversation ends, and I'm like, okay, cool, but there's so much more history and tradition and culture that we could bond over right now, but mm. you don't want to or you don't care. Right. You know? So then I find myself being like, am I am I, am I wearing this too much? Because I want to be so, like, Asian and proud and, like, Well, and I think that is a part of it I do think is you. Yeah. And everyone comes to that arrival at different times. Mm-hmm. I think it also, I feel like you're also very much in your Asian-ness because of like the What's show that happening? we host. Oh, right. And the kind of work that you do as yeah. an actress. Like, right. you're very much allowed to own a space that is super Asian, mm-hmm. lots of Han, like, all of those things. Like, you're allowed that space. Mm, right. Not everyone is allowed that space. Mm, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. my assumption is that corporate America does not just allow Asian people to be like, screw Screaming Asian. Like, you like you know what I mean? Like, I think that corporate America is like, keep Wear yourself. Soup. White keep, is yeah, bright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be, you know, sure, like. Sure, sure, sure. Cookie cutter. Keep it all together. Like, certain people are not really given that license. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, and on top of that, I think being an artist really helps. Just, yeah. like, being creative and, and being outspoken um, on that level. But... But I agree. It's it, it it's tragic that that there is something like this that is was occurring will occur in yeah. our, in our community. I don't think it, it's it's so sad. But I have a question. Yeah, dealing with this topic, I've always felt as an outsider looking in, like it was taboo mm-hmm. for an Asian person. Uh, maybe more, it's just Asian women. To discuss the significance of the race of their partner. Does um, that make sense? Yeah. Is, and, am I wrong or is that I don't think, true? I don't. There is definitely a certain level of truth. Because mm-hmm. um, like the older Asian generations that have married white, it seems like that is something you do not do. You do not. Oh, Talk yeah. about race relations. Yeah. You do not yeah. talk about. Well, also, too, I think a lot of those relationships, the much older generation is a still very, like, defined role. So there is very, like, I feel like the Asian women are still very, like, subservient mm. and docile and calm mm-hmm. and will let the man be the man and be loud right. and do that stuff. Generally, if you want to go really, like, stereotypical okay. tropes, you know. Yeah. Um. There's definitely a certain level of, like, you just don't talk about it because you can see it. He's obviously white and and hmm. and, and and it's I love talking about it. I'm such a fucking Yeah, talker. see that I think that needs to change too. <laughs> but but it should be talked about because the yeah. amount of culture clash and especially when it's like I've seen this a lot when it's like the Asian women marrying a white man and her tight her English is really bad. So she has like a really heavy accent. Yeah. But then she'll only speak to the to the child in her really broken English and then the dad won't try to learn Chinese or 
or not really acknowledge like honey let's let's improve your english or yes. maybe i don't know i i've i've never really been in right. a fly on the wall right. i'd love to be a fly on the wall i would love to too yeah. those those relationships have always made me always wonder always made me wonder because then i'm like what do you guys talk about right how do you talk if how you, do you connect if you can't understand your wife and she must struggle a lot with wanting to just speak to you in her native tongue. Right. Why wouldn't you make any effort to speak her native tongue? Right. She is making an effort to speak your native tongue. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, there's so much. And then we're just talking language. What about right. culture? Dude. And then your child? Like, there is very different traditions and morals and ways of raising children, Chinese and Asian and white. Huge. Right. You know, white people don't believe in hitting. Right. We believe in hitting our kids. Right. Black people <laughs> like, do, too. That's right. You know, like, Black put them in their place. Punishment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the ways of talking. Yep. You know, all of that. Like, Johnny, go to your room. And we're like, you have a room? Like, <laughs> you know, like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Like, what the fuck is time out? Time out? Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Like, little things like that that I think are never really addressed. And I've seen, like, I've watched, like, over the years of growing up, I've been to so many holiday parties where there's always an an auntie who's very Chinese married to a very white man. Mm -hmm. And I remember being very young watching that and being like, this is weird. Just sitting there being like, this is really weird. Like it, it was. It always felt really strange to me, and I don't know what it is. I think it's just, it's just something they don't want to confront. Well, I think. Well, I, we're talking about the older generation. Yeah, let's, so we're talking I about the older like generation. I feel like a lot of those relationships are very much based on stereotypes. Yeah. So like the, very much. So like if the man doesn't want to talk about it, they're not going to talk about it. Right. Right. But also like these are. Old white men who married what their idea of an Asian woman was. Back then, yes. From yes. books and movies and right. wars. They're yes. subservient. Yes. They're quiet. Totally. I don't have to try that hard. I'll take what they... I'll, I'll give, they're they'll take easy. whatever I give them. They're yeah. easy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's what you're up against there. Yeah. Because totally. I don't think that that's the same... In our generation. No, I think our generation is completely different where it really isn't about the race anymore. Right. It's really more about just, like, loving each other and have fallen in love. But you can't negate the cultural but you can't part see, of it. See, and that's where it gets tricky. And that's where it gets tricky. And again, I think that I'm, I'm thinking about a particular uh, couple friend of mine that just got married. Mm-hmm. And they, are, they listen to the show, so I'm not going to say too much. <laughs> but they are up against a cultural... I almost want to say battle, but it's not a battle. But it kind of um, is, though. It I mean, can they're, they're be. They're up against a cultural. It's like thing. A, you have to shape and 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 mold and and um, what's the word? Um, the opposite of competitive. Like uh, you have to uh, compromise. Compromise a lot, yeah. and you have to learn a lot, and you have to be willing to commit to the learning. Yeah. Right. But, but I mean, there's always going to be those hidden things that you didn't know you had to learn. Right. Yes. Thing, yeah. Things are like, just starting to come up because you're moved in together. Yeah. And, or you're married. Yes. And you're going to have a child. Right. Exactly. I'm trying to think. Here's one. When you marry an Asian woman, she takes over the finances. Mm-hmm. That is something that as a black woman with with Chinese family members, I've seen firsthand. Like, yeah. I know that, that shit happens. <laughs> Now, does the white man who's about to marry this woman know that? I don't know. Right, 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 right. And is it something that's been talked about? Uh, who knows? Right. Because it's just so normal for her to see her mom controlling the finances, and it's just so normal for this white guy to think, well, I make the money. Why would I hand over my control yeah. of finances? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's not something that you would think to talk about. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Until you start 
sharing finance. Until you're in it and you're sharing finances. Yeah. Like yeah. those sorts of hidden cultural yeah. lessons yeah. that need to be learned. Totally. But you're like, well, but how do I even yeah. start to approach and talk? Yeah. Like, I don't even know where to right. begin. Like, that totally. sort of cultural stuff is when it matters. Because it's not about love at that point. It's like, well... Yeah, like, how do we make this work? How do we make this work? Because clearly, exactly. clearly, it's obvious we love each other. Right? Also, We're married. But also, like, excuse me, your white privilege is showing because you just thought that I should tell you this. Yeah. I think if there's any white men listening... Because they're clearly our demographic. Hopefully. Um, Other than Christian. I know Christian listens to this show. Oh, Christian. He's got to edit it. Um, (laughs) What a great producer. (laughs) If if you are a white man listening and you are dating anyone that is not of white or white culture, Mm -hmm. please do yourself a favor. Please. You will get that girl of your dreams if she's not white. Mm -hmm. Please. Go and educate and learn as much as you can about the culture. It will save you time. It will save you fights. It will save you money and stress. You will be tenfold so much more at ease and understanding and navigating these relationships because it's huge i um, all my all my mom's sisters got divorced every single one of them it's a big component huge that, it can break because here's the enough. thing i asked my mom because my mom speaks so many languages i asked her i was like when you speak a language you are thinking in that language yeah and that makes all the difference. Yep. Because how you think is how you talk and it's mm-hmm. how you behave. And, and, and everything is, is from that language. So if your native, yeah. la- native tongue is not English or you grew up in a household with, with a lot of culture and tradition, then then you, then you unconsciously you're going to bring that into your marriage. You're going to bring yeah. that into your relationship. Yeah. You know? and, and that's the thing about things like privilege, right? Or things like culture. You never had to think that you way. You never had to think about it. Especially when we're talking about like a Caucasian to insert nationality here. Right, right. Like here in the United States, white people are so used to their ways of doing things. And often white people are re- rarely ever told, yo, you need to learn about this. Mm-hmm. Your cultural wokeness is off and you need to go do this. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that's not a thing that white people are used to hearing. White mm-hmm. people are not used to being told very matter of factly, like, your grasp on race and race relations is off and you need to fix right. it. I mean, you, we are seeing more and more people um, traveling outside, a lot of white people traveling outside of the United States. You are seeing a lot more interracial couples. So I think it's it's going to get better. Yes. But but it, I don't think it's a thing that's talked about. Yeah, you Nearly are seeing a lot enough. of white people traveling outside of the United States. But my thing is, when you travel to a foreign country and come back, how have you changed? Right. Do you reflect? Right. Do you think about what their ideals are and their morals and how they act and yeah. how they think. Like I, Because it is no not way. uncommon for white people to travel and come back and still have racist, bigoted yeah. ideas. Yeah. Like, that and is be like, not uncommon. Be like, I'm more cultured and I'm more right. Asian because I went to Asia. And it's like, no, no. Right. God, please don't be that white person that comes back with like traditional Asian wear. And you're like, oh, look, I went to Asia. Look at my kimono. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, that. you're such an asshole. I know. Like, shut up. Just because you bought a kimono from Japan does not make you culturally aware and woke. Not at all. No. Like, if anything, that sort of rationale drives me crazy because travel is great, but if the imprints of that travel are not left on you. Yeah. And I'm not talking about, like, we made this cool memory in Thailand. I'm talking about, like... 
dealing sit, with a different culture right, and how observe, it shapes you. Exactly. Yeah. Like you sit down and you watch how those aunties talk to each other. Right. You observe every time they shove a plate in front of you. What does that mean? Right. Right. You're not speaking the same language. She's feeding you. Yeah. Watch that. Observe that. Yeah. Think exactly. about how you feel. Definitely. Like, and those are things that they just they don't ever have to think about. Never. Ever. Because they've never had to shape and mold and respect mm-hmm. and understand what's going on inside of them and what's going on inside of outside of them and how it's it's a direct correlation and there's a lot of responsibility it's a lot of responsibility yeah yeah definitely yeah and And race relations are not easy and i think that the thing that we don't talk about when we talk about racial blending (laughs) thank you i think the thing that we don't talk about is the fact that there's no easy way to racially blend and there's no equation no. There's no, everyone, it's always different. Always. Always. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. no easy, there's no book, there's no nothing. Mm-mm. It really is a a schlag <laughs> in the discomfort of schlag. learning something. Because that is it's what true. it is. Yeah. And it's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's not always, and it's going to call your given beliefs into question. Right. Totally. You know what I mean? But yeah. like be prepared for all. All of that. That's a, yeah. That's crazy. Be prepared to ask questions. Yeah. I feel like white people don't like to ask a lot of questions. They don't. I don't feel like they do. Interesting. Especially yeah. when it comes to like this sort of like race stuff. Yeah. I feel like there's I, they a, just, a, they don't know that they should be. Well, there's an. The same I feel like there's time. an overarching value of like I will figure it out myself. How? How? <laughs> like when we're talking about race shit, you get how you, you get in a Chinese tutor. Right. You, you get a Chinese I'm culture not tutor. About, like white people figuring out how to build shit and fix shit. I'm talking about like learning about race. This is like, all stuff you can ask Google or yeah, go to YouTube like, or read a Reddit or on any kind of forum. This is like life experience being being right. and acting a certain way and thinking a certain way that is going to get you to understand this person's culture if you love them yep. and if they're your best friend and any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, just ask. But I I'd think rather you look like a fool totally. than just then do something extremely foolish in front of someone Definitely. important, you know? But I think on the flip side, if you are a woman of color, I guess, specifically, I guess, in this episode, an Asian woman, do not settle for any man or woman or non-binary individual, whatever floats your boat, yeah. do not settle for someone that has no grasp or idea of race relations in America. Right. It is 2018. Yeah. That excuse of, I don't know, I've never yeah. experienced it, so I don't know. Right. That is no longer mm-hmm. acceptable. Mm-mm. And do not drop your standards because you no. think he's really cute. Or yeah. maybe you guys have a good connection. Like, trust me, <laughs> if that person doesn't understand what your race goes through and your difficulties. You guys are going to have a lot of issues. Y'all are going to have a lot of issues. Yeah, and and, and I, would, I would highly recommend it being one of the first things talked about. Yep. You know? Yes. Constantly. Get it out. Get it out. Immediately. Yeah. Just be open about it. There's nothing There's nothing to lose. You know? No. If anything, you lose the person that wasn't ready to be with you in the first place. Yeah. And if that person's weird about it, cut it Cut it quick. Yeah. Because right. that person's never going to get yeah. comfortable. And, I don't think that person's right. going to Well, and if they realize they fucked up and they come running back to you and hopefully they can change and they get a, get a chance, great. That too. Yeah. But, you know, I think... I think that what these articles are saying is like just don't don't let this stuff get in the way of raising the child that you want to raise, of loving the person that you want to love. And for those Asian men or any other man or any other woman that's giving you shit for loving and being who you are, 
great. Like, put it on the open. Write an article about it. Tell yeah. your friends. Tell your family. Talk to your husband. Talk to your child about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like just talking about it, getting out there is the, the way to start educating these people and bringing right. it out into light. Um, and, you know, hopefully what I can say about these people that have been cyberbullying is that they get their shit together and can figure out and be happy because no one wants to be that angry. Okay. Yeah. No one wants to date an angry person. Right. So these Asian men harassing innocent Asian women online. Stop it. Yeah. Just stop it. And you're just silly. It's a waste of time. Waste of time. And if you're trying to get with a hot Asian lady or just a lady in general, trust me, we can feel anger and loser ishness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. From a mile away. Yeah. Just stop. You're not you need helping Asian yourself women in, that in sense. your corner to be on your side. Right. To advocate for you and sponsor you when you are not there. Completely. And don't tell me it's your First Amendment rights of free speech and da 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 da. What you're doing is full of hate and it's full of violence. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Full of it. Right. And you you shouldn't be blaming anybody. Yeah. It's not the way to go. That is our episode. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. The end. We're really out. Aggressive. Mic drop. That was super aggressive. But this I this topic, it. like, touches so me feisty. and fires me up. And such. I've been wanting to do it. <sighs> I've been wanting to do this episode since the day we talked about starting a podcast. Man. I went, there has to be an episode of Asian women dating, dating white, white, white men. There, that, 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 that. That has to be one, and we finally did it. Yeah, and and Asian women who are listening, if you have incurred this kind of abuse, we want to know about it. Oh, please reach out. Tell us your stories. Oh, my God, I would love to hear them. But also, similarly, if you're an Asian man listening and you have attacked Asian women online, honestly, no shade. If you reach out to the podcast to tell us you have changed your ways, we will embrace you with open arms. Oh, my God, of course. we No doubt. We are all, you guys, you know, we're all for wokeness, one love. That's literally Alana and I, what we stand for. You know, we know there's a two-way street. We're all about, you know, all this stuff, yet we call ourselves black and yellow. You know what I mean? Like, just, we put it all out there. We ain't got nothing to hide. So just, just. Yeah, you know, it's all love, guys. And to those Asian men that are involuntary celibate, go find you a good black woman. Oh, Jackie hey, and I have talked about that on this show before. Listen, black and Asian, Asian men, we get it. It's hard out there for y'all dating. It's hard for black women too. We make beautiful children, Asian and we think babies. that y'all should get together and date, and then send Jack and I just pictures like of your babies, pictures of your love and your we children. We all know I wanted to have a baby yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> let Jackie live vicariously through you. <laughs> Um, this episode was produced by Christian Humes over at Zeitheist. Ooh. We are the Black and Yellow Podcast. You can find us on Spotify. Follow us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Feel free to rate and review us yes. while you're there. Yes. I am Jacqueline Chung Young on Instagram. And I am Alana Webster at Renegade of Fun. And you can find the podcast at Black and Yellow Podcast on the Gramity Gram. Yep, yep, yep. We will talk to you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.